Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report, and we are here to unveil the truth, because the truth will set you free, and no better analyst than Alan Watt, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. You need to get his materials, you need to find out the truth, because it has been imprinted deep into our language structure, into our organizations, our educational systems, and once you see beyond it, once you've taken the red pill, once your eyes are opened, you will be transformed. You'll really understand that you will no longer be a victim. And you can only be a victim if your eyes are closed with what's going on. The only way that they can have power over you is if you accede and allow them to have power by staying in a state of ignorance. And we're here to release you from that today. Welcome to the program, Alan. It's a pleasure to be here. Well, Alan, I want you to tell us uh, some of the uh, remarkable analysis of the dialectics of war uh, the chipping of the population, forced vaccines, and of course uh, some of the other uh, remarkable issues we talked about before uh, the showtime today. Can you give us an idea how they are now preparing? You can see the war drums beating toward World War III. Yes. Big organizations, large organizations, which are really para-governmental. Uh, there is no such thing, as far as I see, as a any kind of democracy in any country. Um, and Britain's a good example. You've always had a, an organization really called the establishment, which runs the country, always has. It's, it's from the old feudal system. And the idea of democracy was given to the public to stop revolution and to make it easier to manage them. And they, they would think that they actually had a say in the direction of, of the future. But in reality, um, there never was a democracy. There's no complaints department in this agenda. And the masters of war, and that's who they are, they're the masters of war. They are also the time lords, and the little jokes, they call themselves the time lords because they rewrite history for every generation. And uh, simply by removing the past, you're able to repeat the same things to the present and future populations. And um, they have published in the past uh, organizations like the Royal Institute of International Affairs, which is a, a crown chartered organization is given an official royal charter to exist there's a long history of uh, creating wars even as far back as the Boer War uh, so officially the government had nothing to do with it officially the crown had nothing to do with the beginning of the Boer War but so they used Cecil Rhodes to uh, get a little private army together and invade South Africa and that started off the Boer War but England said well there's a war started now and there's English people involved we have to take the military in and save them so Professor Carol Quigley uh, who was a historian an official historian for this organization for the American branch called the Council on Foreign Relations they didn't want to call it the, the Royal Council for American Foreign Relations um, so they called it the Council of Foreign Relations. Uh, he himself disclosed in his two books, Tragedy and Hope, and um, the Anglo-American Establishment, some of the history of this particular organization. And he gives a parallel history that fills in all the, the blank spots between the dates of wars as to why they happened and who was behind it and who benefited from it. And he said, yes, he says, we did uh, create uh, wars in the past. And he said, uh, for the last 60 years in the United States, he says, we have led the government as a parallel government. And that was written in the 1960s. But in, in the Anglo-American establishment, he goes into how, before World War II, they started working on the public's minds 
uh, from the Royal Institute of International Affairs, and all the big newspaper groups belonged to that organization. And so they had a meeting in London, all the newspaper editors and owners, and said, how can we panic the people in preparation so they'll all be for a war with Germany? And so they said, okay, we'll tell them that, that uh, Germany is going to gas every single man, woman, and child for the entire length and breadth of Britain. And he has millions of gallons of this stuff ready to spray. Wow. And so they issued uh, tremendous path news propaganda pieces. They even had the king. They asked the king if he would give out some disinformation to thinking that people would believe him more than the politicians. And he did make a big uh, declaration to the people to start digging trenches in London, and they had all this activity to, to, to start training the public that this was real, even though nothing was happening yet. There was no war declared, nothing was happening. And they issued every man, woman, and child gas masks. What, what uh, year was this exactly? And that happened around 1937. Right, and you know they they planned this so decades in advance. That's why they had predictive programmers like you mentioned H.G. Wells, who belonged right. to the Royal Institute for International uh, Affairs in Britain. Uh, they had many of these people. Uh, I've been told this from internal sources that if you go, for example, in most of the large newspapers like the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, the New York uh, Times, etc., mm -hmm. these papers are controlled by government uh, and, and, and what I call above government agencies. They're paid a salary as a writer, reporter, editor, but they're also paid by their secret agency to insert control and act as gatekeepers of the news. I call it the snooze. And they're there to make sure that you're only fed what they want you to know. You believe. And also, I mean, quickly, the historian for this organization, he worked both in London and went over for the records in New York and uh, had access to it all. And he said uh, this is, was all a complete lie to panic the people, stampede them into demanding that the government do something about Germany, you see. So it was okay to terrorize millions of people in order to prepare their minds, so they demand war. And that's what they do, and they've done the same thing again, as you can see. Yeah. yeah. After World War I, H.G. Wells, who was a propagandist for the same organization, immediately after World War I, he said, the public have not accepted world government, which was to be the League of Nations. Right. He said, we will, have, we will need another war to make them do so. Yeah, that's an actual quote. I remember hearing that quote before. And, of course, they now say that the United Nations is a toothless agency, so that's why they yeah. want the carbon tax. And that's why this dialectic, which has always been, the environmental movement has always been hijacked by the globalists. We saw it when I was one of the charter members of Greenpeace, a real environmentalist, doing oceanography research in the early 70s before I went into medicine. And I saw an abomination. I saw them literally spreading false blood on seal pups, saying that it's always oh, such a terrible thing what they're doing to the seal pups. And what's really going on is they were trying to create a dialectic so that eventually when they came decades later, they say, look, look, the polar bears are, are drowning, as if polar bears can't swim 200 miles. And the ice does melt in the middle of the summer, and their cyclical changes occur over hundreds of years or thousands, and the carbon dioxide is followed 800 years increase in the solar activity it is not the other way around as Igor says it is all dialectics of lies to control the population and the carbon tax is the most evil of them all yes it is it's to control everything to do, is to do with control and to bring us through a terrifying ordeal which is this terrorism terrorism everywhere and uh, it's, um, it's been well documented that if they can get one generation to grow up 
and to be used to living under this threat of terrorism, to be used to having military in the, in the streets and black-clad policemen everywhere with machine guns, uh, then the new generation will, will treat it all as quite normal and they'll be rather brutal towards the people. In fact, they truly will obey, thinking they're doing the right thing when they come and grab the, the, the parents or whoever they're told to grab and kill them. Well, that's what they're trying to do. And, of course, they're desensitizing them with these uh, movies that they have out now that are ultraviolet. Yeah. They're desensitizing with video games that are an actual landscape and technology of future wars, like mech warrior robots, remote-operated vehicles, and monstrosities that are part animal and part human that are cybernetically controlled through a matrix and remote control. This is what they plan. This is the operational plan for the New World Battle Plan for the landscape of battles of, this, of the, what I call the post-conflicts, which you can expect in the Middle East and otherwise. This is a different kind of war. Their war is not one that they're planning an intercontinental exchange between all the nations. It's the threat of it that they're using it against the people. It's perhaps a local destruction of some cities in areas of the Middle East, but their biggest fear is fear itself. And that's what they're planning, is using fear of fear as their most dangerous weapon. We'll be back in a moment with Alan Watt cutting through the Matrix, and he does it so well. And uh, we're going to talk more about how this is done and how you can counter it and understand their dialectics. And do get the materials, cuttingthroughthematrix.com. Visit Alan's website. Uh, get the materials. This is important. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Nutramedical Report. I'm Dr. Bill Deagle, MD. The website, Nutri, N-U-T-R-I, medical, M-E-D-I-C-A-L dot com. I want to get back to Alan. Alan, what other burning issues do you feel are happening now? Now that we have the USS Enterprise, we have the planned weaponization of our food, they want to destroy the Internet. They, they're literally Democrats putting out bills trying to get rid of alternative broadcasting, bringing back the fairness doctrine, which means they have to have so many talking heads that say that we that believe that we have liberty based on our constitutional rights are somehow conspiracy theorists when we point out facts that are actual statements by documents, books, and videos that these people actually say. And we speak directly into the lives of those people who are inside their organizations, whether they're military or elite Illuminatus themselves, that you need to get out. You need to work your way out, and you need to work on the inside to neutralize this big blue machine of evil that's going to destroy you and everything else on the planet if you're listening. Uh, Alan, your comments? Well, we have to start working very quickly the way they do, which is to plan ahead. So we react to the crisis as they hit us with the crisis. Right. They want us to discuss the daily crisis, and they give us 100 per day to discuss. Right. And uh, we, we must go ahead. What they're really after, and what they're really after is a generation that they can use completely 100%. And it's the young they're always after. Um, Right now, for instance, he's an example of predictive programming. Uh, they give cartoons out for children uh, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, called the Transformers. That's one example where their hero can, he needs a machine gun. His arm turns into a machine gun or a buzzsaw or whatever he needs. Well, they've just made a movie on the same thing with real actors doing the same kind of thing. Um, and so they've already trained a population who grew up with the Transformers, and now, now here's real people doing it. And in the movie, they have uh, their heroes going into the Persian Gulf with all these ships and carriers too, to take on other countries in the Middle East. You see, it's the young people's minds they're preparing to be the first generation who've known nothing but video games, combat, 
and, and an enemy, and the enemy is pointed out to them. And right. a, a lady from New York uh, was talking to her grandchild, 15 years old, who grew up with the, with the cartoons. He just watched the actual movie, The Transformers, and he turned to his grandmother and he says, I think they're getting us ready to go in to uh, Iran because that seems to be the story behind the Transformer movie. Well, you've heard of World of Warcraft. Yes. Uh, I have this from inside sources inside the Air Force and NSA that, in fact, they've been downloading for decades data from these different games, and the latest of these large worldwide networks are putting it into AI or artificial intelligence supercomputer networks to analyze, uh, uh, you know, group and, and uh, corporate uh, gaming strategy to actually put it into their AI systems. The plan is, and just think of this scenario, it's now 2014. Your 16-year-old child has just received a registration card that he can become a cybernetic warrior and he doesn't even need to leave his bedroom. He can literally control a mech warrior robot that can move into another country directly controlled by a satellite that can go in and kill and destroy at thousands of miles away and he can literally sit at his computer with perhaps a brain interface chip or other things cybernetically controlling warrior combat thousands of miles away. They have a building in Atlanta now that in Gulf War II operated a, an entire series of fleet of aircraft that were shooting off ordinances, dropping bombs, and doing all kinds of advanced aerial maneuvers at mock speeds that would exceed the human capacity to tolerate them. And they're doing this now. So their policy is to convert the military to a cybernetic warfare uh, platform for with remote operated vehicles, unmanned aerial vehicles, mech warrior robots, and augmented super uh, warriors that are basically part human, part animal, and cybernetically wet wired directly into a matrix. That's their actual plan. That's right. It's not conjecture. Do yeah. uh, in the Matrix movies um, when Neo asked what are we, and, and uh, Morpheus said uh, he points, he shows him a battery. He says that's what you are. You're a battery. You'll be a, a vehicle where your brain, where 90% is unused, will be used as the best supercomputer there is, and you'll be completely unaware of it. And the youngsters are being geared to want to have their brain chipped and to have that interface. They, they're being taught right now it's going to be so exciting. But what they're not being told is they will not be in charge. In fact, they will have no mind of their own. Yeah, That's exactly. The That's the thing. The ultimate attack is not on Iraq or the Strait of Hormuz. The ultimate attack is not on the people of the Palestine or the people of Israel or the people of South Korea or Taiwan. It's attack on your consciousness. It's an attack on autonomy. It's an attack on the very nature of what you are as a child of the Most High God, as a supernatural being inhabiting physical flesh. This is what the attack is. The attack is to take away our future, which is the future of mankind with extended lifespans, and exploring the stars, just like the original uh, dialogue, which, of course, is why you have these predictive programmers doing series like uh, Babylon 5, uh, Star Trek, uh, Battlestar Galactica, and all these other movies, because they're telling you in advance what has happened, what will happen, and what has happened ages past. And they need to, people need to grasp that they're trying to steal our future. They're trying to steal the future of mankind as an advanced uh, civilization that moves out across the stars and uh, can live in peace with itself and others, that can have extended lifespan without uh, pollution, without toxicity, and without toxic ideas as well, and toxic structures of control that take away our personal autonomy. Yeah, what they're showing you really is um, a diabolical 
plan. It's, a, it's, not, it's an awful word, but it's all we have in the right. English language. It's overused. But it is a diabolical plan of very evil people uh, doing it their way, where, where they will be in charge, planning it their way, with a passive, almost unconscious population of slaves to do their bidding, uh, as opposed to a natural way of doing things where everyone can decide if they want to participate or not in directing the future. Uh, that's never happened before, at least as long as these characters have controlled this world. And so, yeah, they want total domination of the mind. This is a battle for the mind. In fact, once the mind is gone, uh, they will say they have won. Well, that's what, in fact, was mentioned in the movie Matrix, because that is the final battlefield. It's yeah. not interstellar space. It's not the polydimensions of the universe, because reality is created by an interaction between consciousness and energy. And the very fact is that the nature of what we are and the nature of our universe is the key issue to the resolution and the problem. Yeah. That's why what you're doing is so important. It's not just proposing a specific uh, religious point of view. I happen to come as a, a messianic believer. It's as you start to walk away from falseness and you fill your mind with proper ways of thinking about things, you get filled with a proper way of looking at the universe and it becomes self-evident. It's not something you have to wrestle with. It's something that becomes self-evident immediately. Well, Alan, you're doing an amazing job. We're going to continue with this dialogue. And if you have questions with Alan Watt, cuttingthroughthematrix.com, do get his materials, do listen regularly. We're going to have Alan on and many others to open up your eyes because without a spiritual, without an intellectual transformation, no matter what else you do, you will not be prepared for what's coming. We'll be back in a moment. back to the Neutral Medical Report, and just looking at some of the uh, remarkable news that's been going on, uh, there's an interesting uh, report here, big powers give nuclear terrorism treaty a miss. Now, none of this is in the regular media. You don't hear it because lots of the things like the North American Union are going on. A long-awaited international convention against nuclear terrorism will come into force next week. By the way, you can see these on 44 pages Word document that's highlighted in yellow, the top articles, and then I pull up the most important stories and post them on the left-hand side with the article cut and pasted with the links directly there so you have to do very little work to actually stay informed. Read the articles yourself. This one is very important because it's after nine years after it was proposed by Russia and ten months after it was adopted by a 192-member United Nations General Assembly. So this is the law next week. Read the article. Uh, tell us more about what they're planning in terms of the proliferation of nuclear and other weapon systems and what they're doing in terms of the war drums here in, against Iran. Well, what they're doing is preparing to use any means possible or needed or necessary to pull off their agenda, and that will be done. They, they, these characters will stop at nothing to convince the populations of who their enemy is supposed to be and they, they will kill their own people. They've done this in the past many times over and pointed the finger somewhere else so that we all go to war and kill for them. Uh, and uh, we're dealing with um, probably the, the worst crisis time we've had for, for such a long, long time because then they might even pull off um, explosions worldwide. And I've no doubt pandemics, that's definitely in the wings. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I got inside sources that say 2008, is a time of extreme danger between then and 2012, but I believe 2008, especially as we're coming to the time when May 11, another 11, 
They'll have full implementation of a bill passed two years ago that is the national ID. There's a number of states pulling back, including Pennsylvania, New Hampshire, Maine, et cetera, that don't want to be. There's 12 states now pulling out of the uh, national ID, driver's ID, which is a stealth regional ID that will become a global or a regional to North America and then global identification. They've planned this for decades. Um, yeah, it's just unbelievable that this is happening, and people just don't think. They think it's, oh, it's future, that'll never happen, and it's already happened. It just hasn't been implemented. That's what I find most remarkable. People are in a state of mental, spiritual, and intellectual paralysis. Yes, and confusion, because they're being hit with some so much. I generally don't give them all the... The, 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 the disinformation put out by the general media with all their hype and, and shouting of terror because then we help them to, to implement that terror or at least the effects of it on the public's minds is to paralyze the public with fear yet the public must realize these characters will use any means possible and necessary if they have to and we have to stop them now we've got to stop them each time they pull off these silly little stunts um, like uh, putting burning cars into the, the outer fences of Glasgow Airport and, and saying this is a terrorist attempt and stuff like this. This is wolf, wolf, and we're all supposed to become paranoid and, and terrified and say, please save us, government, please save us. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and it's, uh, it's so obscene, it's so ridiculous, it's so much a, a lie as to what's going on. And, of course, the next is in ABC tonight they're going to have... Uh, a, a remarkable documentary, The Great Debate or Great Swindle. Uh, tonight an ABC television broadcast, The Great Global Warming Swindle, which of course is one of the most uh, no noxious things, the CO2 garbage. There's nothing. And I'm telling you as a scientist, as a member of the American Academy of Environmental Medicine, I'm writing the position papers for the Academy on the World Trade Center complex in lower Manhattan, the 9-11. And I can tell you, these liars have not a shred of evidence to support the idea that CO2 is a greenhouse gas. And they're trying to say, uh, the other people are trying to say, and of course, in this documentary, The Great Global Warming Swindle, which is going to be broadcast on ABC, they state very clearly that there's many, many hundreds of scientists that says this so-called consortium of 2,500 so-called experts and scientists is a pure, bold-faced lie by the globalists, the corporatists, and these elite that have a plan to get a carbon tax to get control of populations, yeah. to make a one-child policy, to sterilize the population, to make wild reproduction, illegal, criminal activity, and a crime against the earth. That's right. That's all. And, and they've said this. The Club of Rome actually admitted in their book um, the, the, the first revolution, which they published and put out there, right in that book, and I've given talks on it and, quote, and read the entire page, they said we had a meeting looking, looking we looked around for some reason uh, to, for the public to give up their rights and, and, and get them to panic and um, come together as a, as a planetary citizenship of the world sort of idea. And we hit upon the idea of using um, the, the weather as the problem, global warming. And so they tell you right there, they looked for, for other things and then picked that one. Right. Yeah, they picked it out and then magnified it out of all proportion. And constant barrage, the same technique as quickly talked about with, before World War II, of the same media magnets and, and uh, corporations, they're convincing the public that we are the problem. It's an old technique. And, you know, because a thousand or two million people with power can keep telling you these stories every day and mainstream media does not mean it's true. <laughs> 
Yeah, absolutely. And this is what's so disturbing to me is the fact that people believe these damn lies. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's what I find particularly disturbing. It never occurred. You see, this is the thing. We've been trained to, to believe that, that no one could be so evil as to pull off such enormous deceptions. The average person can understand a little white lie that they'll use in their own life, but they can't believe anybody would actually lie to the extent of even causing uh, uh, explosions in their own country and blaming other people and killing their own people to get wars started. Well, we'll look, at it, look at Verant uh, Corporation and the 7-7 bombings in Britain. Yes. I mean, we just passed the 7-7 anniversary. That's right. Uh, this and is obscene. And official this... documentation from, Brit from London admits now they had guys at the top of the IRA that were setting bombs off and planning bombs. Right, and the IRA were actually just being a division of the British secret forces. It wasn't real IRA. These are phonies. Yes. That's what really was going on. This was not the IRA creating a, a war of attrition against the British. This was against the British creating a self-inflicted wound in order to continue the dialectic of war and, and, and their control, which they're, they're pushing forward. Governments always need, governments need war or the threat of war from someone over there or across that border to give them the power that they want. Isn't that obscene? It's so obscene. It's so obscene. And um, now, the, the latest, uh, there's some other news here that I, I'd like to kind of highlight, because taking real issues like this global warming swindle, this is a big deal. Uh, and it's really heating up, literally. Uh, we know with the major climate we have right across America, uh, they can amplify. There's five nations that have control of the weather. Mm -hmm. But they amplify the disasters that come, and they steer these storms like with a joystick. I know. We, we know that there's a very high probability uh, that the climate shift is having an effect on the crops, perhaps on the bees. We know solar minimum. We know they purposely spray them with the BT uh, toxic uh, uh, genetically engineered corn pollens and also this neonicotinoid pesticide that was proven in France two years ago that it's toxic to bees, but yet they continue. And the, and the manufacturers, which is Bayer AG, the same company that made Zyklon B during the Second World War, the same ones behind the death of the bees. It's the same yeah, damn company. Rothschild, yeah. Isn't that interesting? The Rothschilds again. It's the same people. It's like, get it, people. Wake up. This is not, you know, if you don't listen and I'm grabbing you by the shoulders to get out of a burning building, you're going to be burnt to ashes soon if you don't listen. And uh, that's why I'm, I'm very concerned that some of the population are not waking up. That's why we talk in hour one about transformational issues. You've got to take care of your physical, mental, and spiritual health. You've got to start reading good materials like the materials in your documents that you have on cutting through the matrix. You need to get books like like Vatican assassins. And it's not to focus on the negative. You have to be a realist with a plan to survive and thrive, or you're not a real optimist, you're just a fool. And I tell you, like, as I say, long-term strategy. Remember Rumsfeld said this might take a hundred years of war. So, yeah. so they're planning way ahead. And uh, the, the parents now, well, they can. Those who can should start talking to their children, yeah. really talking to them, and, and sitting them down and, and spending a lot of time with them and saying, here's another side to the story. Wow. That's true, isn't it? Well, we'll be back in just a moment with Alan Watt and the website CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. You want to call 866-582-9933. We'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Metro Report, and we're going to have Alan back. Alan will actually be back uh, talking about these many things on Monday the 16th. Hour number two, that'll be between 3 and 4 p.m. Central Standard Time. 
And uh, because he is literally has a razor-sharp mind, body, and spirit to cut through this garbage, and if you don't, because of such confusion or Babel, Babylon or confusion out there, they have built the Tower of Babel. That's what they've done. And they've actually been ready. They've done it in the past. They've torn down the Tower of Babel, which is uh, the Jashin Boaz. We've talked about this in previous programs. They're ready to rebuild. We're seeing it now. I was watching a Discovery Channel on the building up of the tallest building at Dubai. And this is what they're doing. They're rebuilding ancient Babylon now that they've invaded this area of the world. But they're keeping the state of confusion so you don't really know what's going on. It's all magic, sleight of hand. Watch one hand while the other hand is doing the real thing. What other pointers would you give to people in terms of the materials you have on your website, Alan? Yeah, they should listen to as many talks as I put out because I, I go through so many aspects of this to try and give them an overall picture, not just a specialized into one area picture. That's right. what causes the confusion. Most people tend to take one little specialization and it puts them in a tunnel. They don't see the other parallel tunnels around them. And I try to give them an overall picture to show them how it all connects and how everything you take for granted in your conscious mind, your everyday living, uh, is actually marketed to you. You're trained to believe um, your system is real. You're trained to think that we're just evolving and uh, we're on the cutting edge. We are not on the cutting edge. Everything that's given to the public is obsolete, in fact. Oh, it always is. It always, it always is. It always is. It's, it's part of the game. And that's what's so disturbing about this. We now know, in fact, uh, I have patents literally sitting on my desk of uh, motionless uh, Tesla engines that they have patents that are, that are working models now. We've got zero-point energy. We have, the, of course, the uh, you know hydrogen fuel engines. We've got water engines. We've got all kinds of technology, new carburation systems. I have a doctor that's going to be distributed. We'll have this up in the next few weeks of a new carburation that can triple your gas mileage. The, the, the globalists don't want you to be able to produce your power at home freely, grow your own food, and become an independent person with accumulated wealth and actual property rights, which we people don't have now. See how long you own the property if you don't pay the taxes. See how if you really own the, the uh, stock certificates when really all you have is a proxy, which isn't a real certificate of ownership. That's how bad it is. It, and even our birth certificates are used as a straw man lean against the federal debt, which is again made it a fractional reserve banking, that's how much they disregard us. They actually treat us as if we're cattle and chattel. Well, they also say that in their own publications, uh, like The Next Million Years by Charles Galton Darwin. He said, he said we are simply creating a more sophisticated form of slavery. And, and uh, that was in the 1950s he published that book. He was a physicist, this particular Darwin. And, uh, and he got massive applause from the elite for writing it. He talked about the culling off of the useless eaters and making an efficiently run society. And he also talked about using um, a, a different kinds of warfare techniques on each individual to reduce their hormonal levels and even possibly sterilize them and make the females more masculine and make the, the males more feminine. That was in 1956 he wrote that. Yeah, and that's why you see people like Margaret Sanger proposing and trying to push forward uh, bisexuality, alternative sexual lifestyles. Yeah. It wasn't that they loved homosexuals, and homosexual people are, are wonderful people. And that does not say anything hate crime, but 
They propose these things because their ultimate goal is control of the population by whatever means. If they could do it by inserting what I call the Spider-Man genes, a series of nanomachines to take control of your DNA, they'll do that too. If they could fluoridate it, they will propose whatever means or dialectic, which may seem like the like the Nazis did to give the, quote, women freedom of access to jobs, they suddenly had an excess of, of women out there that should have been taking care of their young children, and their children were put in kindergartens, uh, that, and while the women were out, when, they, uh, when the unemployment was through the ceiling in Nazi Germany. This is what they did. They did this so they could get control of the family, because ultimately they wanted the state to be the parent of the children, and that's their goal, is to destroy the yeah. family. And what they said, you know, uh, even thousands of years ago, the historians who wrote for the Greek civilization and the Roman civilizations, they all wrote and said that the elite, their main enemy uh, was always the rural people, those who lived on the land because they were independent. And to be controlled, they had to make them interdependent. Yeah. And all these charters we see today from the United Nations, all the talks from the big politicians like Margaret Thatcher, uh, they promote interdependence, which means literally you will not be allowed to be independent in anything that you need for personal survival. Wow. You, you must be dependent totally on the system. Right. In fact, what I was told is by, uh, by people like, uh, you know, Dr. Isley is a Ph.D. physicist that runs the vitamin cottages across the western United States, and he said... We want to seed the oceans, which they're doing now with iron oxide to have an effect on the production of carbon dioxide. We want to control uh, the, uh, the, the population, and we want their food to be made in large gray buildings that are a quarter mile high, uh, a, uh, you know, a, you know, a quarter mile you know, wide, and two miles long. And they're made by genetic engineering, so meat or meat-like products will be made on rollers from genetically engineered uh, you know, what I call slime. This and is what they're playing. If it, if it, it's funny that because that's exactly what you saw in the movie Soiling Green. <laughs> right. Well, that's what their plan is. And it, yeah. this is, you know, we're dealing with people that have, you know, monster IQs of 170 plus. They call them out of the population like the Rhodes Society. They take the top 300 that are genius plus they're also psychopaths. They're brainiacs. They have a super high IQ, but they have a something missing. They don't have a soul. They just don't care about their fellow man or other living things. They only care about one thing, control, power, and absolute death and decimation. As long as they can maintain control, everything's cool. And if they have to literally go down with the ship and take everyone with them, they'll do it. But they will, they will take everyone else down first. That's also a trait of the psychopath. Right. Adolf Hitler said that if Germany could not become the Superman and dominate the world, then they would not deserve to live by the Darwinian standards. Right. Yeah. That, that's amazing. And again, uh, you know, what I think is most amazing about this is we see the dry run of Adolf Hitler, and we have people, you know, like Werthmann, who lived in Nazi Germany, was interviewed last week by uh, Alex of an excellent interview, and I think he's going to have her back on. This is an example of the kinds of danger that we're facing. We're facing precisely what they did, the disarmament of the population, the poisoning, even the use of fluoridation right after the 7-7 bombings when the population started to rise up like the poll tax years ago in Britain that caused the population to frighten the government that, hey, maybe they really are going to have a revolt because of this poll tax. They decide, hey, we've got a solution for that. Let's just poison them with fluoridation. Ah, yes, a passive population is a happy population. And they have been doing it, yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Uh, and so people think, oh, my child should have to have their vaccines. I wouldn't want them to die of some serious illness. Well, you're actually impairing your child's immunity. Your best thing is to make sure your child gets the requisite amount of dirt playing as a child. And I'm not talking about pathogenic bacteria. I'm talking about dirt. And number two, that you shouldn't be so... Uh, you shouldn't give them healthy food that's non-genetically modified, no toxins or fluoridation, and guess what? Your child will grow up disease-free. It will not have asthma and allergy. We know that the children that are over-vaccinated have 400% higher risk of asthma and allergic conditions. You can see the same population genetically and across the Texas that are vaccinated to death, and there's a different population that are poor in Mexico that don't. They grow up in filth, and they don't have allergies and asthma. And it's because of all these policies right. that they're destroying the health of the population. On purpose. Yeah. On purpose. And people say, oh, they wouldn't do that. My doctor said, listen, I'm a doctor. I've seen it from the inside. And these people don't want to have somebody like me that knows what's going on, that was one of theirs, and said, look, I've seen this. You people are liars. You're not telling me the truth because I'm a scientist first and a person that cares about my fellow man and other creatures on this planet, and they're planning on megadeath. This is not just to make you rich and powerful, by the way, if you're listening to Illuminati and those minions. This is to make you impoverished first and dead second. So pull back, start pulling the plugs, and if you have to work inside the movement, the big blue machine to throw in your seeds of discord, do it. Because that's what they're most afraid of. They're most afraid that their own little minions will decide that being a minion for these guys is not really a good proposition. So CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Get the material. We'll be back on Monday with remarkable revelations from Alan Watt and analyses. Thank you, Alan. You have always uh, done a tremendous job of revealing the truth to set the captives free. CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. Speak up, everyone, and stand up now, or you will be silenced.